What is good my dearest listeners? It is the good boy voice inside your head, Wolf the Dog, and I am embedded into your ear holes here from the 694.2 PTBP, Contention's most truthful and accurate radio broadcast. We are all here, together, in the past, where the supposed dinner tastes like the future's wettest scraps. You know what that means, friendos. The slop here is stankier, angrier, and rootin' yankier than even the nastiest shit back in the future. So do not fear for your old buddy Wolf the Dog. I am happy here. And I am also happy to announce the community project is in full swing over on reddit.com slash pretending to be people. Help us create a Delta Green scenario piece by piece. We are currently working on the setting. So write up a creepy and fun location, and check out the other entries by clicking the link to the subreddit in the show notes. Click the other show notes while you are at it. Or I will make you disappear. Ha 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 ha. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Fuck Jeff Bezos. Fuck Donald Trump. All hail Silas Cole. And now, sponsored by the Contention Mining Company, Contention's only hope at becoming anything more than unincorporated land, it's time for the news. Please stay inside your homes. Do not go outside. Do not trust Preacher Sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard. Do not trust Judge Ephraim Cortland. Do not trust Jack Perlman, oh. Do not trust Professor Horace Green. And obviously, do not trust Everett Pace. That is all. All hail Silas Cole. And now, a tune to take your mind off my words while internalizing my message. It's the Creek Rocks with Can't You Hear Them Wolves a Howling. In 1856, the U.S. Camel Corps was an experiment by the United States Army. They suggested using camels as pack animals in the Southwest, which the Army declined. Why on earth would they decline that? (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. I wish we had to record the audio of what I just know. happened. Oh my There's God. no way to present what just happened. No, no what way. happened? <laughs> Why would they decline? <laughs> That's yeah. like ten seconds of <laughs> And your and your video was frozen and then yeah. And then like 
everything you did after you said that was like but we we were all silent so it was like we were waiting for you to finish your long drawn out word well because it was yeah i thought he was at first i was like what's happening with luke (laughs) (laughs) holy good times easy credit ripoffs um, Good times. Yeah, too bad it didn't record that. Did you know at one point they were going to introduce hippos into like the Louisiana area uh, to farm for their meat? When it's awesome. Recently, Are, is hippo tasty? I don't know. It was this was back like I don't know, eighteen hundreds probably. They didn't do it, which is good because they would have just <laughs> decimated uh, yes, I remember. the ecosystem. <laughs> Yeah, also, they're like the most dangerous aminal. Yeah. Besides man. They would get along with Greer. Because have you seen those videos mm-hmm. of hippopotamuses smashing watermelons? Yeah. <laughs> but would that be within Greer's rules? Because she got to smash them with... Is she smashing them with her legs or is she like yeah. headbutting them? Okay. Yeah. Uh, hippo couldn't... I don't think it's thighs I don't think legs could ever move. Yeah, it could touch like that. Let me literally read the... <laughs> Can hippos smash watermelons no. with their legs? <laughs> Google search. <laughs> Give me a second to just read the hippo Wikipedia to you guys. <laughs> I think you'll see. Uh, the description of this woman is fantastic. It says, very tall, very buff, and can do that thing with her thighs where you destroy a watermelon. Owns a gym. <laughs> nice. Good job that working that yours in. Yours or from somebody? That's how you write a character. That is all I need. Is that a pay it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Pay tweon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to M from Michigan. Wow, was that a Homestar Runner reference? <laughs> A little bit. Oh man, Homestar Runner Patreon bonus episode. <laughs> Let's all role play Homestar characters in a Delta Green mission. Whoa, shoddy, <laughs> shoddy the cheat. Can I be the fifty five guy? <laughs> sure. Or is that E bombs world? That was e- yeah. E-bombs that world. was fifty five. Or albino black sheep. Did you not watch Homestar Runner things, Zach? Ever? No. I worded that sentence real good. Just uh, Justin, they, it was really big when you and me and Joe were in middle school. So it might have. That was the perfect time. Yeah. And now he's being born. You weren't allowed <laughs> to be on the internet. Well, your ball, was, baby. your ball was being implanted into an orphan's spine. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like him. So, according to this uh, article, the uh, there was a. a <laughs> do it again. <laughs> Luke, are you on are you your there? hot spot? Uh, yeah, I'm on my hot spot. Balls. Can you hear me or see me? Uh, yeah. Your your video is very Kinda, jumpy. Yeah. I can go to my regular internet and it's on. It's on. Yeah, try Let's switching see. it and we'll see if yeah, it gets try, better. Yeah. Although it is fucking hilarious every time it's happened so far. <laughs> so I'm reading this article and it says, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sometimes I just edit that out. <laughs> Thomas, were you on the call when I was talking about the product for the commercial shoot I did today? 
No. It, I'm not going to say the name of it, but it's a wearable hand sanitizer and lotion dispenser that goes around your wrist. Cool. And it looks like <laughs> a giant cock ring. Awesome. All of those things are cool. <laughs> the pot, the it's like pods full of one is full of lotion and the other one is full of hand sanitizer and they're on either side of your wrist. It's a two inch long pod. So your wrist is now a solid, what, <laughs> seven, eight inches wide. Uh-huh. But at any time you can just be like, so you could be walking through the park. And somebody offers you a hot dog and you say, oh, yeah, I could do that because I've got my hand sanitizer right here. Let me lotion up for this dog real quick. (laughs) (laughs) It squirts out like one of those like uh, gel deodorant sticks that you just kind of like squeeze out through holes Uh on the top of it. That's exactly what it looks like as it squeezes out. So walk me through. Okay, you've you've pushed the pouch and it's squirted. Uh Do you take yeah. your other hand and rub? Is that I how it works? So the hand that you are squeezing with, it just kind of like stays on the product and then you rub off the lotion. <laughs> it was honestly mm-hmm. one of the most batshit things I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, this is a joke, right? You got to build up your IMDB credits though. <laughs> yeah. Instead of getting paid, I just just like, can I have 10 of them? <laughs> <laughs> I should have asked for one instead of getting paid. That would have been that would have been fun. A goofier I thing. I could have put cool stuff in it. <laughs> Mayonnaise and mustard. Oh my god! Yeah. Then, you could, then you could get a sandwich going anytime, anywhere. I like where your head's at. That's exactly what you'd use it for. That's great. Mine would be sriracha and uh, Freddy's fry salt. Mm, into it. Wait, it'll salt? get gooped up in there. Well, it's there. It's there. It's their fry and steak burger seasoning. Oh, it's real good. A season, a seasoning salt. Does, mm-hmm. it have, does it have delicious seasonings in it? Yes. Mm. I'll throw some cheese whiz in mine. Have, have a little cheese whiz and ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I would just turn mine, both of them, into a chia pet. <laughs> Seriously though, uh, home tip: you can buy their fucking uh, their burger and. Fry seasoning at the at the restaurants. You can probably order it online, but if you're making burgers at home, just toss in some fucking uh, Freddy seasoning with your meat, and like you're gonna blast everybody's <laughs> burgers away. Nice <laughs> season your meat, and then you're gonna blast. Is all I can <laughs> <laughs> What comp is this a competition, or are is all grilling a competition? Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> See, but that's just because Thomas lost already. So yeah, uh, not according to my girlfriend and mom. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Who, who both live in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas is really cool over the summer, but then he comes back and it's like he's blasting on our burgers. He's blasting on our burgers. <laughs> Don't blast on my burg, bro. So the four of you, the five of you, what is the name? Uh, all all old Western groups have a have a cool name, right? The Magnificent Seven. Others, I'm sure. Those are usually applied afterwards. I think the fucking four. <laughs> Fast and the Furious. Well, That's uh, it. There, uh, there are five of us here. Does he? 
Well, do you really? Do you, yeah, uh, custard. I mean, uh, not that I do associate with this group yet, but hypothetically, if there was one, would would you count really? I feel like I'm the leader, honestly. Well, he's based been with on us the whole time. <laughs> That's interesting. That's. I mean, clearly, uh, clearly, the judge is the alpha. Uh, I think we were all looking at Everett Pace to take control of this group at any point. <laughs> if if uh, Bobby's part of the group, we could be the Fab Five. I don't understand the reference. <laughs> it just made it up. <laughs> the Fab Five it is. <laughs> Professor, you're going to have to learn to be more. Oh, I missed the joke. Fuck. <laughs> I'll hear it when I edit. I just, I just. We're the Fab Five. We're the Fab yes, Five. We're just the, the Fab, fab Five. five. <laughs> that's, that's not a joke. Oh. <laughs> And with that, we're back into the reality that is the 1880-somethings with a burp from Judge Ephraim Cortland. The five of you are surveying from a distance the land. Bobby's from Missouri. Nice. I served him once. Yeah. I, he's cool. Yeah, preacher, sheriff, Bobby, <laughs> custard. Not you. <laughs> uh, you see that the- A gay man from the future. New- <laughs> The typically bustling new mine is a ghost town. Normally, men and women who work for Cole's Contention Mining Company would be hustling about up and down stairs from platform to platform, hauling loads of equipment with the conveyor continuously running, a loud humming, and the thick stench of sweat in the air. Today, however, it's quiet, except for those same low-barking growls that you heard earlier, and there is a swarm. I'm talking 12. Is that a swarm? Is that enough for a swarm? 12 vultures is a lot of vultures. Observe, everyone, a small swarm of vultures. You you see them around here quite a bit, lots of death and whatnot. Is it inherently weird to us that the mine isn't operating today, or is it? It is. Is it a known it is thing? Always in operation. Okay. Maybe they're installing fans in the mine. That'd be awful nice of them. I ain't known Silas Cole to be particularly uh, worried about being nice to folks. That's true. He did steal my copper wire. Well, I don't know. He 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 does a lot for. Well, even the courthouse, you know, got electricity before. I guess it might have gotten stolen, but we don't exactly know by whom, except for Miss Kitty. Lizzie uh, said it was his wife. The little girl. Wait, she said it was Mary Cole? Yeah. You were right there, didn't you hear? I, I was right there. Huh. Let's go get her. We can find out about the smashed watermelons or whatever, but I need to get my wire. I, I think we should probably stay the course to find the grave robbing Miss Kitty at this point. That's, that's kind of top priority. We, we, we don't want any more graves dug up. Yeah, I think your wire comes uh, second here, Ephraim. Judge, why don't, why don't we tie everything up uh, later on in the day with your wire? Yeah, well, I figured if we were heading down there, I'd bring it up. But should we follow these horse tracks? or The tracks do lead back down through the gate of the mine. Uh, into the property that the Coles own. I'd like to go down there and touch this goo. And you see that at the gate, at his daily post, is the mining company's security guard, Becker Piston. 
Uh, You know Becker was a co-worker of Silas Cole down in the mine, but when Silas bought the mine, he pulled Becker up out of the ground, sat him at that gate, and he's been there ever since. Becker Piston lives on the grounds, far on the other side of the mine from the Cole residence. So basically, one far end, Becker Piston lives, and you got the mine in the middle, and then far on the other side, you've got the residence of the Coles. And over the top of the entrance of the mine, Silas has built a three-story building uh, with his office. Are we riding up to him? Oh, that's up to you guys. How do you want to approach Would we know situation? if Becker is uh, typically a violent person or anything or like unreasonable or do we just not, would we not have known him in our day-to-day goings-ons? Going on is going onings. The word. <laughs> uh, he is one of the chillest people that's ever existed. Not a lot bad happens around the mine. Silas runs a really tight ship, and everyone gets paid on time. He takes care of his employees, and he takes care of the town at large. And you know Becker to be a glazed-over, chill-ass motherfucker. Tracks that we're following are they leading into the mine? They are leading onto the property. You wouldn't be able to quite trace where they are once they... Where are the, the vultures circling? They're circling over the coal okay. residence. Hey, Judge and uh, Custard, we should try and get onto this here property, don't you think? I think old uh, old Becker would... Uh, I think he'll be cool with it. Yeah, he ought to be. Uh, we got a warrant. Wink, wink. Let's go. Took a quick suckle of a teat. (laughs) (laughs) So we go to the property. I am Judge, Preacher Sheriff Doctor. (laughs) Never gets old. Hello, Mr. Piston. Uh, Are you holding a roll? Psychology. Got none of that. Ah! Like, I rolled a five. He looks directly at you in your eyes with super glazed over eyes. No. But you know that the answer <laughs> is yes. And right, of course, uh, we're referring to um, opium, which is entirely legal. Uh yeah, of course we are. I mean, I don't and know what you're talking approves, about. Uh, approves of it by and large at this point. I don't think they You got any on do. you? It's me asking, you know. Yeah, I don't think you can lie to a judge, even outside of court. Ain't that right, Custard? We want to do your opium. Have I ever bought opium from Becker? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Becker, we know you're... You're the opium. You're the opium connection in this town. Everyone knows. And his eyes are closed. <laughs> let, let him sleep. We'll search his cabin. Uh, hey, uh, you short. Yeah, you, rem- you shorted yeah. me on that last one. Remember? I know it's hard to count in your in the state you're in, but uh, come on, man. Like a big man needs a lot of opium. It takes a bit. Uh, yeah. Roll intimidate. Forty-eight on a sixty. Okay. Hey, do, Becker, do it. Look at me. 
and I like yeah. lean down from my horse and get like an inch from his face and like spit a little chew down at his feet. Hand it over. And Becker Piston's eyes, very large, just slowly, hand trembling, reaches into his vest pocket and pulls out a small little bottle. Uh, can you not take it all? Because this is my money. I get out a uh, pre-rolled cigarette and, like, drip the opium all over it and then hand him him the bottle back. Professor Green snatches it in mid-pass and takes a dropper of it. Every time there's drugs in the role-playing game... Everybody wants to do drugs. If you if you if you remember, it's my idea to do your drugs first. You get the credit, <laughs> then. I just wanted us to hit all errors. After I do that, <laughs> I light the cigarette up and take a few drags, and then kind of like hand it, reach over to Horace. You know, I don't agree with you about much, but I do agree with you about um. Well, you know, uh, uh roughing up this old opium fiend for his stash. As he's smoking the cigarette, I, like, take a few pulls from my flask, and it's, like, dribbling down my chin. I'm like, money. I decline the flask, but I pass it onto the group along with the cigarette. Oh, interesting. Uh, Preacher Sheriff Bobby Custard passes the cigarette. Oh, were you not going to give it to Hor- him? Hor- Horace sees him go for that, and he's like, he re- he remembers that, all right, you're in the Fab Five. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts to yank it away, and then reluctantly he's like, all right. Well, he just passes the cigarette immediately back to Everett Pace and takes a drag off the yeah. flask. Uh, Everett's going to take the, the cigarette and, and look at it kind of funny. Huh? I gave the stuff up a while. Here, here you go, Jack. Uh, which, wait, I, I'm a medical doctor, more or less. It will, uh, <laughs> it will calm your nerves. I don't, I don't have any nerves. Preacher Sheriff Doctor kind of ticks his head to the side. Oh, oh, as much as you, as much as you, Custard. I make all my important decisions on this stuff. I don't have any nerves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was really. <laughs> Jack Perlman's gonna <gasps> take just the the tiniest drag Bill off Clinton of the drag. yeah Bill Clinton drag off the the cigarette since he's been losing a little sanity he figures something to help calm his nerves mm. a little bit but not a lot because he's not his vice is is alcohol and then he takes he takes a big old pull off the flask though but he wipes it first because he thinks it's nasty because it is it is oh, it's, it's nasty. It is. Everett Pace, go ahead and roll listen for me. I pass a 25 on a 40. Okay. <laughs> uh, everybody else take your headphones off. You're just going to be like, nothing Ooh, happens. Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> you listen and listen and there's nothing. <laughs> Except for dumbasses doing drugs, <laughs> making their characters a little bit less effective. <laughs> Ever pace you're listening well you're just you're just sitting there but during this whole conversation about passing the drugs and doing the drugs and everything 
You hear from the home of the Coles some sort of spat, two voices being raised back and forth. And then with that successful listen check, you hear, you can just make it out. It's just traveling on the wind, just enough to reach your ears. Or you hear Silas Cole say, I said it's it's fine. I know how to handle it. I know how to handle her. She's out. Just trust me. I know how to handle her or it. I know how to handle it. I know how to handle her. Okay. She's out. Just trust me. Okay. That's all. Hey, hey, everybody. Quiet down. Quiet down. The Coles, they're they're fighting about something. There's something going on over at the Cole house. I don't know how the listen check works. If I do, if I point that out, can they all hear it then? <laughs> can he share his or, ears or with we, us? Or we can, can we just make checks or? Uh, no. However, at this exact moment, the door of the coal residence opens. And you see Silas Cole, roughed up hair, huge pants, wearing a belt and suspenders, carrying a rug over his shoulder and he lugs it into the back of his wagon one of his wagons here on the coal property and he begins unhitching his horses and preparing them for a trip and i'm gonna roll to see and uh he goes about his business Slowly and steady-handedly. Oh shit, fellas! I, I think there might be—I think there might be somebody in that rug. I, I heard him say. I heard him say that he—he he had handled it and and he knew how to handle her and that she was out. And I didn't know what that meant. But what if he meant that she was knocked out? What if she's in that rug? I believe that that theory is plausible, Mister Pace. Judge, Sheriff, should we? Yeah. Should yeah. we? I say, should we confront ourselves? Uh, should, should we confront him now, or I say any excuse to string that boy up? But uh, Judge, he is the reason that this town is what it is. If we get rid of Silas Cole, contention is nothing. So you're gonna get him, let him get away with murder? Well, we could at least. I mean, we could talk to him before we're done hanging by a rope. Well, I wasn't gonna hang him before we found out who he killed. I didn't say he killed anybody. I think she, she might just be knocked out. He says she's out. Custard, I think we should ride. Which way? Hey, Becker, anybody else come through here recently? Uh, no. Just the normal stuff. No work today, so just... Why, why is that? Mary and... Silas had stuff they needed to take care of. Sounds fishy. Well, I didn't have fish last <laughs> night, but the night before I did... Oh, you said sounds, not smells. I was worried that maybe... Shut up. I was letting off a stink that you... Shut m- up. Let's go. Custard, I think we should ride towards Silas and stop him before he does something he might regret. Hang on now. Hang on now. There's a chance that Silas is the good guy here. What if he found Miss Kitty? She was in a tizzy. She He knocked her out, and he's bringing her back into town as we speak. Maybe we should go ask about that. In a rug? Well, I mean, if he's doing something that's okay, 
we get to talk to him and feel him out, see if he's nervous, you know. Are we like uh hidden behind a rock or something? No. Uh roll stealth, actually. All of us asking that question. <laughs> no, just Thomas. I just just wanted to make a joke about coughing and saying Keith really loud and seeing if he looks. Seventy-four on is <laughs> Professor Horace Green super stealthy? Nope, he has the baseline twenty. <laughs> uh, then there is not a big rock here, uh, and you <laughs> could have made that rock appear, brother. Jeez! That's how I like to play. Oh God! Everett is tottering out toward the wagon. Let's uh, go. Let me make a roll here, real quick. Actually, um, no, I'll roll it. When you yell Keith, because you don't do it in actuality, because you wouldn't <laughs> know to do that, that'd be a wild thing. It was. A, it's about something else. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Thomas yelled Keith really loud, and then Silas Cole immediately looked. Up. <laughs> Thomas busted up, up. his head into the Truman Show, like through the like, dome above. Zoom, everybody. Like, like Danny DeVito coming out of that couch. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cole! Oh, don't go through. Okay. Mr. Cole! Mr. Cole! We, did you find her? And Silas Cole looks up and sees three horses. Five men talking to his security and Everett Pace and the preacher sheriff, Dr. Bobby Custard, on the other side, on the inside of his gate. Preacher on the horse and Everett just tottering in. And Silas hears, did you find her? And freezes in his tracks. Uh... What do you mean, her? And you guys are like a hundred yards away from each other. Miss Kitty, you were at the meeting. We're all looking for her. We think she might have ran into your mind over there. Uh, no. No. Good luck. Are you sure? Who's in the rug? I'm a judge. I, I've, I've seen people lie before. We should probably go question more. Thanks for coming by. I appreciate you guys asking. Let's uh like trot our horses yeah. kind of faster towards them. Yeah, Jack kicks gets Jeremiah all pumped up. Are you selling that rug? <laughs> uh yep. How much? I'm in the market for one. Can I take a look? Yes, lay it out. He'd like to inspect it for stains. Shit. He like literally kicks the dirt at the ground beneath him. <laughs> like a frustrated villain in a cartoon. Uh. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, come on down and check out my rug. All right, I'll be there in a minute. And little step by little step, <laughs> shaky, <laughs> he goes toward the wagon. Are you are you the walking horses there? horses just plow past <laughs> you. Yeah, exactly. We trample him on the way over. <laughs> he tumbles Everett, under all the horses. <laughs> Everett Pace dies. <laughs> hey, Everett, Silas, no. do you think do you think a body would fit in that rug? <laughs> Preacher Sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard is good at only one thing, and it's riding horses. And he uh, he, <laughs> grabs, he grabs Everett Pace's arm and, like, lifts you up and throws you on the back as he's riding. Oh, oh, whoop, whoop. Hey, 
That was a nice trick. I didn't break your arm, did I? I sure hope not. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, let me... Ro- no. <laughs> um, so- I, I grabbed my dice. I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> no, you're good. So you guys ride up, and Silas Cole is messing with the reins and, and the horse, like BDSM stuff, saddle, uh, other ropes... I don't know what it's all called. You got it. Tack. You can call it all tack. See, that's that good shit that I was looking for. <laughs> and he's just kind of messing with that as you guys approach. You guys uh, all roll animal handling for me. Pass. Pass. Oh, wait. Yeah, pass. Oh, 33 on a, on a 80. Oh. Crit pass. I fail. I didn't ask to be on this horse, though, so don't you fuck me with this. <laughs> no, this is just a knowledge. This is a knowledge check. A- don't you fuck me with this. <laughs> I didn't ask to be born, ask- Zach. <laughs> I decided you were born. <laughs> Judge, Jack, did you pass as well? Mm-hmm. The two of you know Silas Cole is un... He is disconnecting one of his horses from this wagon currently. As you guys are approaching. Oh, that's fucking dope. <laughs> what you uh, what you doing there? You're not going to use the wagon anymore? Block him right, right in front of him. Just uh, getting ready to sell this rug to one of you fine gentlemen. I want to ride. Am I doing the character voice good, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just dub me in there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ride my horse like super quick to get like right up next to him. Like, how far okay. away are we at this point? Actually, with that crit on animal handling, you can get right up next to him before he is finished okay. doing what he was doing. Yeah, I just pull up next to him, and what you doing? Nothing. A busy day today. Yeah, why was the mine shut down? Like I said, busy day today. That doesn't tell me much. Well, maybe uh, if you stayed in your fucking courthouse instead of coming down here where money's actually made for the town, well, then maybe if you didn't rip you, the fucking copper wire out of my courthouse, I could be working. I did no such thing. I heard otherwise. What'd you hear? I heard maybe your wife had something to do with it. My wife. I got witnesses. <laughs> God. My wife. <laughs> Silas Cole would immediately say, my wife. <laughs> We're not in junior high here, what is, Silas. What is, what is that accent? And what is junior high? <laughs> you're both speaking like fools. If you could tell me why you're here, judge. Open that rug up. Okay, let's get everybody's dexterity real quick. Oh, no. Wait, do we need to roll or just tell you? Oh, actually, yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's roll dexterity. So we're cool. rolling against dexterity. Blackjack rules. And oh, uh, we're we'll going okay, order. Okay, well, then not so cool. I got a 10. <laughs> what do you mean blackjack rules? Highest goes first. Classic. Without going over. But not over. <laughs> Price is right rules? Yeah. Normal, the, the game mechanics rules that we always use. Yeah. <laughs> Nope, I failed. 81 on 45. <laughs> 97 on a 40. I failed. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, woof. 
I fail a 31 on a 30. I was so <laughs> close. Dex is so bad. <laughs> Judge Ephraim Cortland, you are up first. After I tell him to open the rug up, what does he do? He reaches for his gun. I reach for my gun and aim it at him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, I was I was only readjusting my holster. Can I spit chew on his face? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please spit chew in Keith's face. Of course you can. His name is Silas Cole Thomas. Right. <laughs> you can roll intimidate. Okay. To see if you hit or not. <laughs> 52 on a yeah. 60. Oh, God. Fuck Describe yeah. it, baby. I aim the gun at him, and he's like, whoa, I'm just adjusting my thing. And I go, sure. And just right onto his face a big, like, I haven't drank water, only whiskey recently. So it's just a thick whiskey-y chewing tobacco <laughs> glob just sticks to his forehead uh yeah go and roll a d6 and we'll see uh if it's a one two or three he'll be disabled for one round if it's a four five six he's disabled for two rounds five two rounds uh, <laughs> a fucking thick ass glob just covers oh, both his God. eyes <laughs> fill him with lead boys <laughs> and uh, can i jump stumble uh, can i jump off my no, horse he in this stumbles round? backwards okay. and no, fuck no. you. No. <laughs> Great turn. You did stay awesome. on your horse. Uh, I'm telling a story. <laughs> he stumbles backwards and his hand comes off of his holster and he just falls to his knees and begins collecting dirt from the ground and trying to get the the juices out of his eyes and he's just like, "Oh, it burns." <laughs> Preacher Sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard hops off of his horse and grabs a pair of shackles from his side bag and begins approaching Silas Cole. And it is Everett Pace's turn. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to hold out his hands to Bobby Custard. Help me down. Help me down. The reason that Preacher Sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard couldn't get all the way to putting the, the shackles onto <laughs> Silas Cole is because he turned around halfway and helps Everett Pace off of Bucky. I put you up there. It would be a shame if I didn't help you down. <laughs> It'd just go quicker is all. I want to, if I can, move around t- toward the back of the wagon, toward the carpet. Yeah. Uh, you can get to the back of the carpet, and when you get there, you see in the bottom of this rug that has been rolled up a pair of shoes. And the tread of these shoes is something you've never seen before. First off, they're like kind of whitish tread, and that's just not a thing. And there's a logo on the bottom of them, which you've never seen before. A little thing that says EST. 1949. Roll intelligence. I pass a six on a 60. Then that means you get to roll sanity. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I'm good at that. I pass 14 on an 80. What do you tell yourself? She got weird shoes. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Jack Perlman, <gasps> you're up. Uh, I'm going to be making my way towards uh, the down. Making my way toward the down. <laughs> I thought you were frozen. I, I was trying to do it. It was perfect. <laughs> no, I'm I'm going towards Silas Cole with gun held on, like the the holding onto the pistol. No, actually, you know what? Fuck it. I have the rifle out at this point, but I'm not aiming it at him. I'm just holding it while walking towards him menacingly. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Because uh, I want to help subdue him, basically, not hurt him. Sure, Horace Green, you're a blast. Sorry, Professor Horace Green. Thank you. <laughs> Horace Horace gets off the horse and um, draws his pistol on Silas Cole and like unsteadily walks up to support everybody else, but is not he's he's not trying to get into it. He barely looks like he's held a pistol before. Judge, uh, I get down off my horse and I want to aid the sheriff in locking him up or shackling him or whatever he was doing. Okay. Silas Cole is continuing to try to try to get this dirt on his eyes, but he is still second round of this <laughs> horrible. Can I add something to what I, how I help? Yeah. I just want to push him down. Okay, so Preacher Sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard and Judge Ephraim Cortland walk up behind Silas Cole and the judge, six foot ten, puts one of his big ass boots on the back of Silas Cole and just Silas hits the ground and immediately Preacher Sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard is on top, throws shackles on his wrists behind his back, grabs the back of his shirt and lifts him back up. So he is on his knees and he is shackled. Pace, it's Everett's turn. Fellas, we, we got a body. Our suspicions confirmed. There's a body rolled up in this carpet back here. Can somebody somebody come help me pull it out. Is it Kitty? I, I don't know. I just see I just see the feet right now. I don't even know. They, they could be alive still. We, we got to get them out of here. Are there strange shoes on the feet? Yeah, she got weird shoes on. Perlman, you're up. Jack uh, wanders over to Everett Pace to give a hand and check them shoes out. Horace, are you doing the same? Has Silas Cole been disarmed? He's shackled, but they haven't disarmed him from his holster yet. I want to walk up and take Silas's gun. Done. Is it a crazy, noisy cricket? No, he'd be fitting in. Yeah, like doing mad science experiments all over (laughs) a town. (laughs) (laughs) Just blending in. (laughs) Actually, it looks, come to think of it, it's this old revolver. Uh, it's like got wood on the sides and this like big ass cylinder. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Nothing else strange about it. Just a big cylinder on this motherfucker. Fucking dope. <laughs> uh, Henry points it at himself and wants to end it all. Who does? Clack, clack. No, it's not the end. We're not there yet. Oh, if that happened well, yeah, like 15 you, let, minutes from now. Let me take Horace to the future. Uh, let me go pee real quick. Also, there's no weird tubes or lights or anything on it, but let me uh, go. Okay. I'm going to go pee also. Same. 
I'm not gonna. Good, Joe. Just stay there, you fuck. Now I can be mean to you. No one's here to hear what I'm saying. I done already did the peas, though. <laughs> I done pissed seven times in my pants while it was recording. I, I pee I pee, <laughs> I I pee the whole time we were recording. I pissed my britches just now. <laughs> Thomas that thought that green light was lit, baby. <laughs> He thought there were tubes on that gun, and he was ready <laughs> to leave. But it also would make any sense to uh, for his character to shoot himself. <laughs> Henry? Henry would never do something like that. <laughs> the guy who I prevented from drinking his own throw-up one night because he... Because he's because he threw up into his water glass after drinking games, and he was about to drink, and I was like, "No!" And I like, I'd like grab his cup from him. And I was like, "You're gonna die." You said that at a funeral. Do what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating there, bud? Hot dog. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't wait to try to cut that into hot something. Hot dog. <laughs> hot dog. Damn, a hot dog sounds Every good. Every episode just starts with hot dog. <laughs> it's like our absolute. Can it cut loop? to the drums of no backbone? <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Do you guys want me to make you one? Yeah, please. Yeah. Boil some dogs over and leave them on your doorstep for me. Wait, boil? You don't like boiled dogs? No, you gotta put it in the microwave. <laughs> oh, boiling? No, that is all you have to do. Microwave with you water. You fucking put it in. Put it in the bun. You don't even need water. Just put it in the bun and microwave it for thirty seconds, and it tastes exactly like a fucking boiled dog. That's true. I don't like my buns microwaved. You. Hey man, if you want to feed yourself in exactly thirty, that's seconds, actually a good. Point. I never do. <laughs> it cannot be beat. Do you like a good cold hot dog? No, you don't. No, nah, it's different. Really. It's different when I will eat a cold hot dog. I used to like cold hot dogs, and then I had one recently, and it was not the thing that I remembered. Like my taste buds had changed or something. I was <laughs> the not film into it. That it leaves on your teeth. Is yeah, negative. exactly. Uh, positive, I'd say. No, <laughs> hot dogs are bad. The type of dogs they used to use went extinct. Period. So for you, the cold ones don't taste as good now. This is That's an true. I like brats. I use pug meat. Yeah. If I'm eating a dick sandwich, it's going to be a brat for sure. Controversial opinion, but hot dogs are way better. I like both Ooh, for different no. reasons, but I think I like hot dogs more. I like. My I'm dad has guy. been making his own brats lately, and they're fucking oh, great. Never mind. Oh, that'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> My daddy's brats are better than yours. Oh, no. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> He's arrived. I love my dad's sausage. So what I what I like to do that <laughs> God. If you boil them and you slice them dogs in half lengthwise, I think, like where and then you fry them in a pan. Hot dog style. Yeah, that can be good. And they get a good crust on the bottom and you can throw them on a sandwich yeah. instead of eating them on a bun cuz they come out to like being more of a rectangular square. Mm. So you got a log sandwich? Yeah, it's flat on the bottom and then like round on the top, if that makes sense. Oh, no, I love it. The shape. <laughs> do you cut it completely like in half shape. or do you leave a little bit so it's all one piece? No, I don't do that. Oh, you mean like, yeah, so they splay open. Right, but it's still connected. Yeah, but it's still open. Like, so yeah. is this your hot dog? Like a hoagie? And then you splay it open. No, like Justin's mom. When you split my mom in half... <laughs> 
and fryer. Or like that fucking dude in Bone Tomahawk. Holy shit. Have you guys seen that movie? I have Bone it. Tomahawk? Oh, yeah. Bone Tomahawk. You guys should both watch it. It's fucking brutal. I watched it to like get myself set up for running this old west story which clearly like i learned a ton <laughs> about the old west and all right. the words that and you the ceiling use fans and horse <laughs> and horse garters or whatever <laughs> what about bone tony hawk yeah he's on he's on my uh celebrity pass list <laughs> <laughs> the hidden character bone tony hawk? yeah <laughs> it was a dlc code on halloween <laughs> If you collect 12 tapes, the 13th one is of Thomas and Bone Tony Hawk <laughs> when Thomas is on one of his passes. <laughs> Thomas is just waggling his eyebrows. Who knows if any of this will be in the actual Let's episode. Let's hope not. All right, I pray so, to God every day. Yeah, we're, in the, we're like in the middle of a... <laughs> oh, yeah. What were we doing? We were in combat and it is now technically at an end because Silas got him is done got and so judge and preacher sheriff doctor are both behind the shackled silas cole and everett pace is around back of this wagon looking at this rug and the feet that are inside of it with shoes that he does not recognize but they're just weird and perlman and green are walking around back and the three of them are discussing what to do. Oh, I think Jack was helping me pull out the rug when we left off. And now that Green uh, has disarmed Cole, he's going to go help them too. Everett Pace, Jack Perlman, <gasps> and Professor Horace Green, you begin moving this rug out from the back of this wagon. The sun is high in the sky and the rug casts a shadow directly beneath it as sweat drips from each of your brows in this humid summer thick air are you gonna thunk the other side onto the ground or are you going to like slowly place it onto the ground i figured we'd set it down and then give it a fun yank so it all unravels oh. horse green says that to the group i think we should lay it gently on the ground and then give the end a fun uh, a fun yank so it unravels quickly and whatever's inside comes whoop just sipping out but i mean it's 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 a person they they, they they could they could be knocked out they could they could get hurt if we're not careful here whoever's inside sorry yeah, i think we should be careful I think we should over Everett. Come on, we can we can do this alone. <laughs> there's a little bit of urgency in Everett's process here. I mean, he thinks there's a chance that there's a knocked out, unconscious person in here. Maybe not just a dead body. So he's gonna he's gonna try and get her to the ground and start maybe unrolling it. Maybe get around to the other side so he can make sure the head is there and not 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 bashed or anything. And he wants to unravel the carpet. And Jack helps. As Everett Pace and Jack Perlman are doing this kind of slowly unrolling, Professor Horace Green kind of reaches into the middle as it's unrolling and just... I got outvoted. I oh, okay. I was just going <laughs> to help out your cause, I suppose. <laughs> so you guys unroll it slowly but surely, and Everett is moving his hands kind of into the rug, and you do you feel a head of hair on the opposite side then i want to i want to i want to try and stabilize that head neck area as it's unrolling trying to make sure we don't 
cause undue harm to that body in there. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll first aid. Hey, I'm glad you asked because I got a high one. I pass. Uh, 54 on a 70. This body that comes rolling slowly, gently out of this rug is wearing clothes that you've never seen before in colors of cloth so bright you'd think that this teenage girl might be some sort of royalty and her hair is patchy and thin on top the scalp kind of peeling away holes have formed in the middle of it and all of her skin is the same way at her cheekbones the skin is so thin that there's a slight cut underneath each eye fresh cut and so blood is pouring down like tears from eyes that are right below tear ducts but her eyes are closed until they aren't Tilde B. Mitchell lets out a massive, deep, unnatural shriek. Get the brick house lady here. I think that's German. Hot dog.